Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Eileen. I'm Jordana. And I'm Sammy. And today we are back from the holidays and we're recapping everything that we've missed, including the latest on Tristan Thompson and Chloe, plus all the TV we've missed and maybe a few other things. How is everybody? I'm good. I'm, it's puzzle season. It's very exciting. I saw on your Instagram. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Puzzles in pursuit. <laughs> uh, no pursuit. No pursuit this time. Um, it's lost its magic. The puzzles or the pursuit? The per, the per, am I saying it right? The, how do you say it? The I pursuit, say prosciutto. Pursuit. But uh, <laughs> um, oh, sorry, I, I watch too much uh, Sopranos. Gabagool. <laughs> it's it's lost its magic. It's like why? Because it's, it's just like you have too much, and then you're like, okay, this is like very salty and like too much in one sitting or too much in the past. You can only. It's really not meant to be gorged. I think no, it's not. <laughs> That's why. That's why like shoveling meats. Because well, the thing about puzzles is like you're very in the zone, so you kind of just like mindlessly like grab things. So now I'm trying to be healthier and change it to to puzzles and pineapple. (laughs) Did you specifically seek out? Did you look for p p words? Um, No, I didn't. But I've recently gotten really into pineapple. It's my new fruit of choice. It is really good. I love pineapple. Except it makes my mouth feel a little acidy, like after, but then I get over it. It's worth it. I could see that. It's very strong taste, but I had it because apparently it's good for like bruising. And you know that thing on my chin that keeps coming up? Yeah. It's back. It comes back like very randomly. Like I'll just look in the mirror and it's there and then like it disappears like a couple days later. It's very weird. It's like Um, the mark of Satan. Thank you. I feel at ease about it. (laughs) I'm totally joking. It's just Um, like you're like, oh, I look in the mirror, it's there. It is there. It's it's very really random and weird, and I don't really understand it. But uh, I was told to have pineapple to like ease the bruising, and I think it works. But I've got I've like rediscovered pineapple. It's really good. Pineapple is delicious. Um, so your puzzles, your puzzles. Um, how are you doing? Are you better than last season? Are you how many pieces? It's a thousand pieces. I got this puzzle for Christmas from Mike's parents. It's so um, nice. And Mike, Mike says it. I'm a little bit of a time crunch with it because Mike says it has to be off our coffee table before I leave for Ariel's Bachelorette tomorrow. So <laughs> oh. um, I'm kind of like in a, in a time crunch rush to finish it because it's on our coffee table. I have an idea for you. You have an area for a puzzle table, right? In like the corner. I guess you don't want you. Do you need it in front of your TV? Yeah. I like to like, yeah. I put, you know what I do? I put on Queer Eye in the background. Okay. That's and then I'm like show. listening to que- it's like a good puzzle show because you can like kind of listen and not look. Yeah. And then okay. I like have my pineapple watching Queer Eye doing the puzzle <laughs> in front of the TV. What is your puzzle of? It's a rainy Paris street. That's lovely. Ha- how lovely. But you take <laughs> yeah. it apart after you don't glue it and like frame it, right? No, I don't glue okay, it and right. frame it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's that's been my week. That's great. You're definitely. I feel like you're such a like a puzzler. Like it's puzzles are basically Tetris for. How, I was about images. to say, how do you have time for Tetris? I don't play Tetris anymore. <laughs> oh, you're done. Oh, I forgot about Tetris. I forgot about the um, what was the game thing we were playing in the pandemic? It's like a triple date. Nintendo Switch. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Big gamers. All right. Should we get into some pop culture? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think we should talk about Tristan Thompson yes. really quick. Well, okay, can fine. we for okay, I read about what happened a day late, like a loser. Um, but can you give like the last year breakdown of what's going on with Tristan? Like I know that I think they're they're broken up. Can you just like go through like when were they together? When were they broken up? Like what was the deal? I can tell you the last season of the Kardashians is that he was... On, I watched the last season of the Kardashians. He was on it. He's trying to get Chloe back. They don't live together, but he's like decorating his home in Chloe's style to surprise her and doing all this stuff to get her back. And she seems like she wants to have another kid. And they, they seem to be like having sex. And um, she's afraid of the world judging her for going back with him because he's such a cheater. When was the last time they were together? I think with them, it's like this, like on, on and off. off. We have a kid together. So there's like, you can't cut off contact. 
And I'm sure there's like ebbs and flows that probably the public isn't even aware of is my guess. That's why I'm hesitant to be like the last time they were together was this because who really knows? And they were together and the season was filmed like over the quarantine. Mm -hmm. So they were together and he was home and she was like, wow, we're spending a lot of time together, spending time with our kid. Because he was trapped. (laughs) Well, because he's usually like in a different place because of sports. (laughs) And they were together sort of on the show sort of she was like sort of trying to i think convince the public or she was afraid of judgment uh, but she wants to have another kid and they were thinking about having a surrogate they were talking like that was a plot line so the story really is is marilee nichols came out saying that her kid is actually um tristan thompson's and he denied it denied it and you know like maury they did a paternity test and shocker he is the father and he shared an instagram story that said Today, paternity test results revealed that I fathered a child with Marilee Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. And in a subsequent message, he said, Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. I mean, also, I read in the same People article that like, he was basically not he was like saying he and Marilee he was saying that their relationship was only sexual and it was only through Snapchat it was like they weren't well can still have a baby that way (laughs) he's like we didn't go to the movies we didn't go to dinner and she and, and to me that was like kind of annoying like I think that's an annoying thing no it's even meaner it's like I didn't even give a fuck about her right and it's just like rude I think it's kind of like it doesn't even have to do with that and she claims that obviously that it was more than that or that they were seeing each other like multiple times a month and that it was a whole thing well here's the thing that is the such a horrible comment for him to say like he should have just not even gone there because like it not only devalues marilee the woman he was cheating with but it actually devalues chloe because it's like right. oh you matter so little to me that I will just like fuck I don't even care about this who person. I don't even yeah. care about. Right. It's it's it, he's just such a He's a cheater. He seems like he's addicted to like sex or probably, cheating. Maybe. Here's the thing though. I feel like Scott also cheated on Courtney just like just as often. But the thing that Scott did better Use a condom. is that he didn't do anything public. Tristan not only is constantly cheating on Chloe. No, he did. He got caught. It was there his like, cheating was on TV. Not as I feel like caught him on a season. Did they? I feel like I've never heard of anyone like publicly outing him for cheating on her. Yeah, but the different. Okay, it's one cheating is is obviously very bad. But like when you end up with a child, I'm saying it's so public. It's like Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods was very public, but then you have. I mean, right? It's like he couldn't even like keep his hands off Chloe's sister's best friend. But the point is that like he also now has a child and that child is now true kardashians half sibling which really which affects chloe yeah yeah so now like this random mother and this random kid are like part of chris jenner's family it's just embarrassing it's so much messier than scott like obviously scott's that's what i'm saying but it's so messy that's what that's what tristan couldn't do to the extent that scott does like clearly they're both like cheaters but scott at least kind of keeps it out of the public eye mostly mostly you feel really bad for chloe even though like you, at the end of the day oh, she has a great life but at the same time it's like she really can't catch a break <laughs> it's like that friend that you have that just keeps doing the wrong thing and you're like if you, I, the answer is very clearly in front of you but like obviously someone has to come to that on their own terms i yeah, think chloe was like i think it's clear that chloe based on her position in the family and in the public eye, she seems to have quite low self-esteem and she will accept very bad treatment from lots of people. And she, I think at the same time, it makes her like the most like empathetic and and sympathetic, like as the, from the audience's perspective, one of the siblings, which, you know, none of us actually know these people, but I think probably why she accepts this behavior and like keeps getting caught up in it is because of like how sort of beaten down her esteem was by being like the ugly sister for all those years and being like the bad Kardashian, like in the press and in the public. And like, if you think that you're not like worthy of, if you feel like you just have to take like whatever you can get because you're the worst sister, 
you're gonna like probably accept a lot of really bad treatment and like that's why i feel bad for her that like who knows if she were not in the public eye maybe she could have had a guy who was gonna be you know faithful to her and not treat her like absolute shit right because i mean lamar was like that too was he not he was cheating on her also yeah it's also like the yeah. the, the way they mistreat her is so much worse than like the way that the other i don't know kardashian but husbands. i mean courtney courtney took a lot of shit too does she not but courtney also was like i don't want to be with scott like she wasn't trying to get she wasn't always trying to get scott back scott was trying to get her back a lot that's kind of what's happening here with the tristan thing though isn't he trying to get chloe back she takes she'll take him back that's what i'm saying they both Uh, took them back i I think they're both sort of bad influences for each other i kind of feel that she might get back with him i think i do too or not get back with him but have a second kid with him same i think there's gonna be like a chloe date somebody else and then tristan is on good behavior for a long time and then they get back together or or you know he's back in the family it's already started because Corey gamble was like at his game so like <laughs> it's I, I i have that feeling maybe they have an open relationship too they might have an open relationship because like He's not even trying to be faithful. So I think maybe they have an open relationship and where he fucked up is that he got someone pregnant. Is she? But but in the open relationship, like, is the open relationship just basically permission for him to cheat and she is I think faithful? It, like, I think it probably is. I think a lot of couples in Hollywood sort of have that um, agreement, but it's with the understanding that it's not like public and that it's very much like kept under wraps. Like you're not safe supposed to- sex. <laughs> but it says like in the article that they were dating at the time. But you could be so, dating in an open relationship. I don't think they're going to ever admit that they're in an open relationship. But I don't think she was like, oh, and he's never hooking up with anyone right. else besides me for the rest of our lives. Like, mm. even Chloe's not that naive. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Okay, so I caught up on a lot of Sex in the City last night. So let's talk about all the episodes besides the one that came out today because none of us have watched it yet. You mean and just like that, not not the old Sex in the City. And just like that. Um, if I have to hear in that show and just like that one more time but you guys are watching sex in the city are you not that's why I wa- i'm I, not oh you're not. i, I just yeah, finished last night I, wa- I actually finished last night i watched the finale i have so many thoughts of things that were just so absurd but whatever <laughs> let's talk about and just like that yeah because this was a crazy episode yeah okay so obviously the che diaz of it all and miranda um that scene rambo audience numbers have you seen this scene if not and you don't want it spoiled spoiler skip ahead a bit well okay i watched it thursday like casually morning and i just turned it on and um no i hadn't seen anything on the internet about it and then it gets to the scene where i can explain here's a spoiler Miranda is taking care of Carrie, who's kind of an asshole, from her hip replacement <laughs> surgery and at her apartment. And Che Diaz <laughs> rings up and Rambo. <laughs> Miranda goes, it's Rambo. <laughs> that was the funniest part. And they, she comes up and she says, I brought some tequila, but Carrie's sleeping. And long story short, they're in this kitchen and um, Che, they take, start taking tequila shots in the afternoon. And um, then Che and Miranda hook up 
And the hookup <laughs> was very basically um, it's sex. It wasn't like oh, like yeah. It was. She, I mean, she fingered her. I like, thought of it as more of like a third base kind of situation, but I guess you know it's, she had an orgasm. I mean, they're calling it sex. So. Yeah, it was and sex. just like you can that. have an orgasm without having sex. Yes, but, but like we're talking about like whatever she fingered her. That's all you need yeah. to know. And yeah. <laughs> and it was and she was like howling. <laughs> oh my god! And yeah, and Carrie was woke. No, oh my god! And Carrie woke up, and there, my yeah, I, I was watching like my my hand over my eyes, and my it's just just I was just like my jaw was dropped. I'm like, oh my god oh my god oh my god texting like alexa <laughs> and i was like i couldn't believe what i was watching because like miranda they were like it was so it was a lot this graphic. yeah i mean good for rambo <laughs> carrie spilling the pee on the bed was like that really set me over the top because i was just like so grossed out by the idea of the pee from the bottle on her bed it was a great like, scene Ugh. Because you they just kept going felt, back and forth, you felt the cringe. Like you're, you're, you felt the cringe. Like it was just so. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! This is so embarrassing. And then afterwards, we should talk about that scene afterwards um, when they, when like, they kind get of the fight. fight about it. But Miranda admits that um, and co- cops to it. It wasn't. I would say it was like more of like a breakthrough, even than. Like no, a, it, was good, it, was, yeah. it was a good. It was it was a good scene. scene. At first, it was an argument because she was right. like, "You just had sex with my boss in my kitchen," right. and um, what? <laughs> like since when? <laughs> like that probably was shocking, but she was also like, "You're here helping me," and like, I have to pee. <laughs> like that part was funny. I have a question: Can Carrie not get like a nurse to come to her apartment and help her? Like, her, is Miranda taking off work to go like? Miranda's in college. Yeah, Miranda's not working. <laughs> oh, she quit her job? I thought she no. was like doing this on the side. I think that no, um, she, Miranda think like wants to help her. She like lost her husband. They seem to be like best friends, like out of I the know. group. I guess all the movies or the subsequent things after Sex in the City, it always feels like all the friends are like coddling Carrie. No one ever yeah. gives a shit about each other Anyone, no. but they're always right. just like carrie like what can we do for you like let's look at your schedule like who was gonna be like babysitting carrie it's like that's because sarah jessica parker's a producer what? and the rest are not <laughs> it's every single episode it's like why is she the only one that gets any like babying they're all like coddling her like she's some like precious baby because she's a narcissist and uh narcissists like call attention around them it's like their skill I don't know. Carrie sucks. She's like so annoying. But also she's- Miranda sucks. This in I actually really like in the series. I think Miranda's the best character. Like she's like got the most interesting stuff to say. And in this in and just like that, she's the most annoying person. Like I don't like seeing her on screen at all. Well, I think that's kind of because she's like in a bad place. Like she's in a worse place than she's ever been. If you think about all the kind of like hesitations about her and Steve, like from the early series she is you know they're all kind of coming to a head this marriage has like you know not I mean, been she should great. have left steve when he cheated on her in the first movie i guess well she's following in chloe's footsteps but was it <laughs> she but did she, try to leave him and then everyone was like we all think you're ridiculous because like you should take steve back right well i think that yes she her acting is a bit over the top i think that's probably why it's kind of annoying I mean, I, I saw previews where her hair goes back to red, and I think that's part of it. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest. Like, I really think that her her hairstyle is like, and then also like her giddy faces, like the what when she was like listening to Che's like comedy routine, which, which was, was not, not funny. funny. Comedy like, concert. Comedy routine. It was like just a TED talk, which was good, but it was a TED talk. And she was just like, googly eyed and like nobody's does that right well, i think it's i think it's actually interesting because okay che is obviously like the first non-binary character on the series and like i think they're kind of playing up that like non-binary person as like the lothario like the player and i think actually it like is kind of a bad representation like che when you think about it i think it's an entertaining character but they also smoke weed every single time they're on the screen and goes to their employee's house and then gets like her best friend drunk and then 
has sex with her in their employee's house. Right. And is giving pot to Miranda's 17 year old son. Yeah. So just like bounces, like just leaves right away, right after she's like, I'll call me or something like that. It's a pretty like, eff- like I don't want to say it's offensive, but it is a pretty like reductive storyline and doesn't really make Che seem like a great person. Is Che supposed to be like a good person? Like, they're supposed no, to be kind of an asshole character who only cares about themselves. No, but I think the fact that they've chosen to put these actions on their only non-binary character is was a choice. You know, they have the non-binary character having an affair with Carrie's best friend. Like that sort of that didn't have to be the storyline. I liked when Carrie texts Samantha to tell her the story and then she says, I miss you. And then she doesn't answer. Yeah. yeah. Or she types part. for a while. Yeah. And then yeah, I don't know why I enjoyed that more than anything else on the show. I was like, great, don't answer, Carrie. She sucks. <laughs> Do you find it a little annoying that they're giving Samantha a part, even though... I'm, I'm sure Kim Cattrall Kim finds Cattrall. it very annoying. <laughs> I find I'm it sure. a little annoying. because, But then I'm like, I these aren't real characters. I think it's they're fine. They're characters, yeah. <laughs> it's a show. Um, well, well, I think that I think Kim Cattrall is probably annoyed. Oh, I did a lot of research into the Kim Cattrall, Sarah Jessica Parker thing, and I forgot to report my findings, um, as we talked about last time. But I think part of the reason that that would piss off Kim Cattrall is because apparently, like, earlier on in the season, that was a point of contention between her and Sarah Jessica Parker, that I think Sarah Jessica Parker really wanted Carrie to be like the main character carrying the show. She was the executive producer. She was paid much more than the other three women, which was also another reason Kim Cattrall was pissed. But the fandom loved Samantha more than they loved Carrie, kind of. So I think there was like a little bit of tension over like who was the most beloved character, even though Carrie is clearly the main one. So Kim Cattrall is probably pissed that like Sarah Jessica Parker now gets to kind of steer well, her character here's the thing i like kim cattrall's character but if it clearly can survive without it i don't think it could survive without carrie like they yeah. could do this without carrie she's the main character and she, kim cattrall doesn't own samantha like the show no, owns samantha of course not. so but that's what, what i think it just comes like from. that it is what it <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> but i think that is where it comes from like that was ultimately kim cattrall's part of her beef well, she was willing to walk away and she did and that yeah. like whatever it is what it, what it is what it is it, it is another is. annoying yeah. phrase <laughs> um, yeah what do you think of how charlotte the whole um storyline with rock and charlotte and how she and her husband are like sort of handling the whole situation I kind of like, I like that storyline. It seems really realistic. Also with Charlotte being the one who has to deal with it because that is exactly who would struggle with dealing with it the most. I agree. Um, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those situations where like Charlotte's really having a hard time with it at first and then she's going to evolve by the end of the season and like accept Rock as who they are. I think that is what kind of is clearly going to be the storyline. Yeah. yeah, she's not gonna like I, continue to be pissed about it. I agree, though. I don't really care about their kids. I think we talked about this in previous like episodes. Like, I'm not particularly interested in that story. I also like I'm what's going either. on with them like trying to bring in like new friends. Like their whole thing for the whole series was that like they don't really have any other friends. They have like well, maybe have, that's like, friend, the whole thing. They have like, like a friend they're branching out now. In. I think it's yeah. part of the diversity strategy. To be honest, I guess um, every one of their new friends is diverse. Yeah. Right? Yes. That was a purposely. It's like everyone gets a new diverse friend, like specifically a diverse friend, which fine. But um, all the, at the same time, right? randomly oh, at this one point of about it. Well, it's also weird because this is supposed to pick up in the middle of their lives when they're friends, and yet they have these like awkward intros of the new people. I guess Che makes sense because that's her, Carrie's new boss, but like Lisa Todd Wexley. Charlotte would have been stalking her on Instagram for years and they would have all known about her and talked about her. You wouldn't introduce her at breakfast that one day. I love Lisa Todd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who's the most annoying. I think Carrie is actually the most true to her character on the actual show. Yeah, I think yes. she's very consistent. Her acting yeah. is like, f- it's the same. like seamless to the show. Like she the is. Sex and City. Yeah, we kind of talked about this. Right. She is Carrie Bradshaw. And I think Charlotte's also pretty much on point to Charlotte, right? She's more like, annoying. No, she's a little more annoying. She's a she little cheesier. And she's a little bit, she's almost like, I think she's like 
playing into the character like too much to make it almost like one dimensional. Whereas I feel like she had a little bit more of like an edge in the show. Like there was a little bit more of a surprise here or there. Their friendship made more sense in the show than it makes in the new show. Mm -hmm. Well, it makes sense because they're not that close, actually. She like carries way closer to Miranda. Um, The other thing that I like is um, how Charlotte is like taking Miranda's subtle alcoholism like seriously and and, like carries like brushing it off like like basically telling her to shut up. And she's like, she's just, you know, she's just drinking. And I, I like that because it kind of shows sort of you there is sort of a blurry line between like alcoholism versus right. casual use all the time and it is it it just kind of feels realistic in the way that like charlotte yeah. would be very intense about it and carrie's like can you just like stop <laughs> Right, because right. it's like it's not about Carrie. Right. Miranda being Miranda being. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Until it was about Carrie, and they got into a fight about it. Right? No, it makes sense. Right. It's good. I like that yeah. how they're doing this. <laughs> Miranda being this type of drinker actually makes a lot of sense. I think both because, for like, she works in like corporate law for all these years. There's all these like, statistics about corporate lawyers having alcohol problems that they develop while they're working in law. I think it it really makes sense that she would be this type of drinker, that she wouldn't be like this full-blown mess, but that she is actually quite messy in her interactions, that they're, she's screwing up her life in very like small, incremental ways. Right. Yeah, no, I think that like that plot line does make sense. I'm not really sure where they were going with her and the professor. The professor's going to become her friend, as, but I don't as think they do. <laughs> but it's weird because I, that professor would not become her friend. Yeah, she see like the only evidence up until this point was to her being super in- irritating, and the professor is trying to avoid her. And now they're getting dinner. Right, the professor would not be getting dinner with her. I think that's incredibly <laughs> unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, unreal- if your student is so rude to you and like comes at you with all these like really awkward comments on your first day, that is the last student you're getting right. lunch with. That's like, true. It's just the last one. And here's the thing about like Miranda that the annoying th- the annoying thing about like um, Charlotte trying to get Miranda the book and do the other th- is like they wouldn't be friends like at all no no like they would they're like complete opposites and would kind of hate each- like you never see them even on the show like the ne- two of them are never hanging out they would they you would think that it would have been realistic for them to have a falling out you know it would have been more realistic for Samantha Miranda and Carrie to stay friends. And for yes. one of them to have a falling out with Charlotte and she's now like kind of out. But obviously that didn't happen that way with the casting. Someone someone suggested to me that maybe Charlotte would be their friend, but almost as like a bonding mechanism for Carrie and Miranda to talk shit about. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's like a fair point. <laughs> I can see that. Well, I'm excited to watch tonight's episode. And... There's just a few episodes left, right? Or no, this this is episode six. Six. I heard that they t- took um big out of the finale. He was supposed because to like, reappear as her as like in a dream fantasy dream sequence. Like she's supposed to go and be in Paris or something, and she's on that bridge, and he like appears, and uh, she's like while well, she like throws his ashes or something. That's what I read, and they removed him. That's what um, I watched last night, Them in Paris, and the fact that the minute after she breaks up with Alexander Petrovsky, he walks into the hotel while she's in the lobby is just completely, completely ridiculous. He Of all the hotels in Paris, of all the hours, he walks Do you know in. They, shot, they shot three different endings for the show? I kind of remember that, them saying uh, that. And one of them, which they should have done, was her ending up single which is yeah. how they really should have ended the show because that would be true to the years of the show that all built up. But of course they like throw in the man to come save her from like the cold Russian person who's not giving her enough attention because he's fucking working. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Also the fact that big like met for lunch with Carrie in the finale of the real show that he met with like Carrie and Samantha at lunch and was like, I mean, um, I was there. Sorry, yes, yes, yeah. with Charlotte, yeah. yeah. And she's like, she means everything to me. And she's like, go, go get her, girl. Go get her, girl. <laughs> 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 
No, they'd be like, fuck you, they'd leave be like, her alone. Look, yeah. And then, I, right, exactly. Well, Miranda had just spoken to her on the phone and knew she wasn't happy, which is why Miranda's like, go get her, girl. But she was having a bad day. So you sent her ex. She <laughs> lost her necklace. So she tor- her ex. Who's tortured her for like years? Like, go get her, girl. Like, she's having a bad day. Go get her. <laughs> She yeah. lost her necklace, her carry necklace, which was in her bag the whole time. Um, yeah, I. it's just very unrealistic. He would never suddenly be like, this is my person. Also, she acted like he was abusing her. He was literally working. He was like he was not working nice late. to her. Alexander he was, Petrovsky, yeah, no, he was yeah, not he nice sucked. to her. He sucked, but like she should have known that she doesn't speak French and you're going to be in France and all his friends are French and his colleagues are French and he has a serious famous job. <laughs> And he didn't want kids, and she, I guess, didn't either. But she, like, maybe thought she did. I miss Aiden. Honestly, um, Aiden <laughs> sucks. Upon watching Aiden, she obviously should have been with Aiden. But Aiden also sucks. He's Why? very, like... Um, Aiden let Big come to his country house after the, the actress broke up with him. That is so passive-aggressive and, like, not... She's the one who invited him. How is it passive-aggressive? Because he should have put part. up a boundary and been like, no. That's like saying, like, you shouldn't have been abused. You should have put up a boundary. No, no, it's like no, no, no. It's Aiden's fault for letting Carrie abuse him. No, no. Carrie didn't abuse him, but he should have been like, no, he can't come to this house. Call him back. Like, he... Aiden sort of, I think, like, was very passive aggressive about things, very needy, but also, like, not in tune with Carrie's signals. She was sending him signals. One could say the same thing about Carrie and Big, though. And we are, and we're saying, he was sending her signals. She should have ended up single. (laughs) All of them should have ended up single. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches listen we all know that scratchy pjs can make a cranky kid i want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning and that's why i snuggle them up in little sleepies little sleepies makes award-winning bamboo pjs that moms rave about I am said mom. I am obsessed with little sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition. So everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Can we quickly talk about Real Housewives of Orange County? Yes. So good this season. Because Aileen, you said this, and I think you planted the seed in my head a few weeks ago um, of how much Heather Dubrow kind of sucks. And I feel uh-huh. like I hate her more and more every episode when I used to like her. And I don't know if it's because you planted the seed. What did I say? I don't even remember. <laughs> you were just like, she's 
she's like obsessed with appearances is that oh, the general yeah. vibe that's the, that's the general consensus on twitter she, and reddit she's like bullying <laughs> shannon like leave yeah. shannon alone she's dead Heather. sorry and like what did she even do that was that bad she was like talking about something she heard like i would do that this is a show well no 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 you have to read between the lines which is like the pacts behind the scenes which i am assuming they made one behind the scenes and heather you have to think about it like their strategies going into the season about who's gonna do what to each other to come out to be like the bad guy or the victim and um i think that like heather thinks that shannon went behind their pact which they had because they like did the pinky thing this episode Mm -hmm. from yesterday i didn't watch the whole thing i just watched the very beginning and then shannon try to stir drama to make heather actually be the idiot and it backfired and that's why heather is like you got caught like you're caught because you're caught stirring the pot even though i agree with you i still think heather is just so but like what's wrong with shannon bringing up a real thing as opposed to nicole weiss who was friends with heather and never brought that up in how would she not know not even like your husband did my boobs like not even you know it's why would you try to get into that circle and then never bring it up for years like that's weird behavior it's not really that crazy that shannon spread that like it's it's, i would spread that i I would tell so i was like oh i heard of this person didn't she sue whatever i would say that to you if we heard that about someone else that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying is that i think it's not about that it's about shannon going against their pack and talking shit about like terry and heather's marriage about like they don't know something about with each other and they're not like a united front and they're not the perfect couple and that's that's really what it's about right yeah well, no, that's I, why I heather's annoying heather right. i think i think in the years since heather's been off the show they've there's been a lot probably my guess is a lot of like resentment stirring about like why they were off the show and then they had to like ego you know narcissistically build themselves up with this massive house that doesn't compute the house she's is- just so obsessed with talking about money yes yeah. she loves it the way when it's she not was a good about look. the vove the vove classic Ugh. and she was just like prancing around no like, one cares about your fucking champs like yeah like right also and- at the horse race when they like there last night there was a horse race their horse that they bet on wins and they're like we're gonna buy the jet it's like you're just so fucking obnoxious and also they sort of remind me of like there's a little bit of like a mafia like with the debros like the i'm promising and then when they were going up to nicole and they were both sitting there with her and they were like ha 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 at least you dropped the case like they're very they don't do it subtly it's like they have no subtlety with with their thing which is why what makes and also gina is such a kiss ass she's so annoying yeah i think gina going into the season thought that like oh heather's gonna be back everyone's excited for heather i'm gonna be besties with heather and then well, they're going to keep Heather. There's no way they're going to kick her off after one season. So if I think it's a, bit, a good bet for Gina to to go on Heather's side if you're also thinking about it that way. She's like, Shannon, this could be Shannon's last season. I'm going to put my bets on Heather, who's just signed on for a while, and they really promote her. Um, and that friendship could be good. Like, you know what I mean? It's all, it's all chess. Yeah. <laughs> you also never know what Shannon Bedore is going to do, which could, like, reflect poorly on you. But Heather, you know, is going to obviously we have bad things to say about her but she does sort of maintain you're never gonna see some like wild behavior from heather right i actually think that shannon bedore is the most authentic housewife on tv i think she is fully herself good or bad mostly bad um (laughs) like and she's just like i don't think that she's really trying to to pretend to be anyone that she is not like i think the amount of money she has is like the amount of money she has her family her relationship with her kids is the relationship with her kids her relationship with her boyfriend with her ex it's like right. all very none of it is very like contrived or if it is then she's a great actress because i feel like she just seems like she is who she is kind of annoying sometimes but like very real i i think she's yeah. one of those people who like can't put on a show even if she tried like it wouldn't work her emotions are too strong that she just has to follow them 
But she is so annoying. Like, remember the other seasons when, like, what's her name hits her on the head and she's like, I, I'm dead. <laughs> right, but I think she actually, she's actually so neurotic that she actually, like, felt that. I don't think she was, like, performing for that. And even her relationship with her kids just feels very real. Like, they're and like, the whole thing. They're like, oh, like, mom's really annoying and she's, like, very annoying to work with, but also, like, I love her. But also, like, even the thing with Dr. Moon, which was just, like, absurd. Um, I don't know. I like I like watching Shannon because I feel like what you see is what you you really do get. I agree. Yeah. And there's like a lot of like that's why you're watching. You want to watch. You don't want to watch a produced show like as good as Beverly Hills was because of the Erica Jane drama. It was annoying that you didn't really ever feel like anyone was saying what's on their mind. And when when you're like surrounded by that, it's very uncomfortable. I agree. I wonder why, why Shannon's saying she wants. She's so worried about like seeing able to support her kids. Like, doesn't she have a shit ton of money? Her dad's clearly very rich. She should have support from David. They don't know who Dean Martin is. (laughs) I don't fully know. I know who Dean Martin is. Like I know the name, but I don't fully know like what he did. It's fine. It's fine. Knowing the name is enough for our age. (laughs) (laughs) But, But here's the thing. Like they're almost adults, her kids. Like she doesn't need to raise them from age zero. Like they're almost. She has to pay for their college. I'm sure her dad would pay for their college. Like. Well, that's Come what I'm on, saying. That man I don't is really understand. Is it like a real concern? Okay, I think she probably had more money before, and she probably sees that she has less money and is like, "Shit, I'm poor." But actually, she's fine, and her right. dad's gonna pass all her mo- his money to her. Not Erica Jane poor, which is rich also. <laughs> but Erica Jane is like poor, but in theory, she could get hit up for such a huge bill in any moment that she's really can't just spend how she wants. Like she has a right. potentially big bill coming. Shannon's a character where you would she could never have an Erica Jane type scandal because you would nope. just know about it the whole time. Yeah. Like she would be talking about it the whole time. She doesn't seem whoever she is, she does seem pretty honest. Yes. For the most part. She's not a liar. Right. If anything, all of her like lies or misrepresentations were just her own delusions about her marriage, not like she never even lies. pretended her marriage was good. Yeah. She was telling everyone that her marriage was terrible yeah, and that's da- true. she was always that David but sometimes she'd be like, oh, it's a little better. But like, okay, so it's better this week. Like, you know, she wasn't lying. You know, she was just. I also think it's cute how her twins are like, they got over the phase of thinking she was the worst. And now they are like, we must protect our mom. I think that's really cute. Yeah, but they also say she's annoying. So it seems yeah. real. Yeah, They're it like, seems real. Yeah. Um, can we <laughs> quickly just very briefly talk about how Salt Lake City sucks? Yeah, I agree? thought the sca- I agree. I thought the scandal was going to like make it a good show and it's not it didn't really happen meredith needs to go back to disengaging or needs to find a middle ground of engaging because her she's over engaging right now it is too much and it's so forced here's my issue with salt lake city is like i think the casting is off i don't think that the group of women like makes sense with each other i don't believe that any of them would hang out with any of the other ones besides maybe meredith and lisa and, and so like and Heather and, and Whitney together. Yeah. Maybe Tornado, a little bit of that. Bad weather. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I just don't feel like I like enjoy this as a group. There's never like you need You obviously want them to fight, but you also want it to be like, oh, they literally like there's some sense of they would want to be hanging out with sort of one another. And I just don't feel like they vibe at all as a group. It feels like they're fighting because they're not friends rather than they're fighting because they are. Right. I'm also really concerned about Whitney's finances. <laughs> oh my like, God. What? Like, how could you use all of your savings on like repackaging? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And those photo shoots, it's just, and, and you, it's just, a it's 20, a $20,000 photo shoot when there's not even product and all of everything that you're showing is Iris and Bo, which isn't even the name anymore. Like, I want to coach her. I want it to be like, I just no, don't get you what's can do going a photo on. shoot for $1,000. Like, you can't. I, feel bad but she, she does could say be she's the bad model. with money but she, really, she probably shouldn't start a business really needs yeah she really needs a, a manager of some time <laughs> i just she doesn't have money to pay someone it's concerning tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Today's At Betches Game of the Week is called People Predict, and it comes from the At Betches followers on Instagram. So we asked you guys on IG Story to help us with the 2022 future forecast predictions, and these were voted as the best submissions. So here is the first one. Um, all right, I'll read it. So the, the, the prediction question is who will start dating? Okay, and the winner... The most predicted one is Pete Davidson and Miley Cyrus. What do you guys think? I could see it happening because that does seem to be quite a hot topic. Apparently, um, Kim Kardashian like unfollowed Miley Cyrus after her and Pete I watched did the it. New Year's special. <laughs> and I actually think Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson actually make sense. Like they, I see totally that agree. as a it's like two puzzle pieces that fit together, right, Jordana? Exactly. I feel I think that that I think Pete Davidson and Miley Cyrus makes more sense than anyone that Pete Davidson has been linked to or Miley. But maybe they like sort of opposites, both of them. But you who, know what I mean? They really know what they're actually like. Like they could have a lot of opposing. They just sort of project the same energy, but they that doesn't mean that they're actually They seem really to vibe smart. well. Yeah, they seem like they something feels something feels very soulmatey about them. <laughs> On the New Year's thing. Did you watch it? I watched, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did watch a little bit. I thought they were like, they had a good chemistry. I, I agree. I'm rooting for them as a couple. Me too. I don't know. I can't see it. I really can't see it. I don't know what, what it is. They're too of the, much of, they're not the same, but they're similar. I don't know. They like, to me, could be brother and sister. Yeah. Or husband and wife. <laughs> I saw someone that was like, they were the epitome of rich twins, which I can't see. You can see that. <laughs> But yeah. like rich, like alternative twins. Yeah. They're not like, like the Winkle twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, okay. So, Jordana, do you want to do the next one? Yes. Okay. The couple who will break up. Oh, I voted for this one. <laughs> the people predicted J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Affleck. 
Affleck. I mean, that <laughs> seems Affleck. like it. Affleck. <laughs> I agree. That's the one I voted yeah, for. Yeah, I agree too. What are, the other there, are there any others that we could think of? Well, if Miley and and Pete, if we think Miley and Pete are going to end up together, then you know, it makes sense. Are are they are they like out as a couple, Kim and Pete? I don't know. They went to Staten Island. They went to a movie. <laughs> they went on vacation. It's sort of like, is this real or is she trying to get her own machine gun, Kelly? I don't know. Maybe Unclear. that's the new vibe. I don't see it. It just doesn't make sense to me. But okay, I have one more couple that I think could break up, but the people predict have disagreed with me because my next question is who, which celeb will announce a pregnancy? And the people predicted Justin Haley Bieber. I'm gonna like go out on another limb and be like, they might break up. No, I don't think they'll break up before they have a kid, but I do think they will break up in the future. Maybe like in three years. Far, far future. You I, I, think, break up. I think three Still to five years. Him to be with Selena. <laughs> That's not happening. They break up. It might <laughs> happen. You, do you I think hope, you need to read I, this deep dive, Jordan. I'm going to send it to you. Every <laughs> <out of> time. <laughs> you do. I, you yeah. do. You do puzzles all night. You have time. <laughs> I can see them having a baby for sure. And then soon. breaking up. And then maybe the pressure of having a child. <laughs> yeah, because they are going to be doing any of the work. <laughs> Another pregnancy could be Courtney and Travis Barker. She's not going to have a baby. There's okay. no way. Okay. No chance. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. I could see them having a kid. Like she would want a kid with him. And I, it's not that crazy that Kourtney Kardashian could have a kid at 42 or 43. Like, I just don't think that that's what she, she, I feel like it's an adult relationship that has no, there's no like baby raising involved oh. in their relationship. You know what I mean? What about Kylie? Are they going to break up? No, they're together. They're not going to break up. I don't think. You don't think they're going to break up? I don't think. Have they already they broken up, up? They're going to get back together. Next question. What nostalgic fashion trend is going to come back? And the people predicted low rise jeans. I voted against this one. Ew. I mean, I don't. Sure. They'll come back for some people. They're coming back for me. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe, like, no. Um, what other I trends are I didn't are know there? that they were out. So, <laughs> you've been wearing them? Really low. You don't wear them. I don't you wear don't them. You wear low rise no, jeans. No. Okay. You wear like, like mid-rise. You wear mid-rise like, jeans. Okay. <laughs> okay, next, go. Okay, the, the next celebrity feud, the people predicted Miley Cyrus and Kim K. Is that a prediction or is that like already here? Well, I think people think it could happen like soon. Like that seems like a sooner one, but I think you could have a celebrity feud. Kim doesn't get in public feuds. She doesn't, that's like not part of her thing. I feel like she no. is not a like, if she's, pissed at someone she's not like showing it outwardly she's not writing like aggressive captions yeah, or no, like yeah. anything like that no it's subtle. i don't agree with this one all right so the feud is miley and kim k although hmm, we don't agree we'll see we'll see to be determined that's it for this week's at batches podcast don't forget new episodes come out every thursday and you can follow me at jorana abraham follow me at sammy and I'm at Aileen, so be sure to rate, review, tell all of your friends about this show, and follow us on Apple and Spotify, subscribe, whatever it is. And we'll talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.